0: You see a ben affleck's kid got into a car and drove it do you see that story what no he
1: has like a 10 year old kid and
0: like he just like jumped into a car and like
1: was that good for ben affleck's son's brand I, I mean yeah. i would think it's probably probably pretty good. good i mean i don't know i'd say it's good for ben affleck's brand as well
0: ben affleck has a way of always looking like ben affleck the meme in like all these photos you're like like when know. he
1: has the iced coffee and the cigarette? Yeah, and, yeah, know, yeah, he's yeah, Sad Ben
0: Affleck? Yeah, he just looked, he was like wearing like a gray shirt. And like,
1: I, I, I my, on first glance, I was like,
0: did someone Photoshop him into these? Uh, did someone Photoshop him into this photo? Got it. So it was him and Jennifer Gardner's kid. He was 10 years old. He got behind the wheel of a Lamborghini. Was it
1: Ben Affleck's Lamborghini?
0: Oh, he was at a 77 Exotics, a Beverly Hills luxury car rental dealership. <laughs> so they were looking at various cars when Ben let Samuel hop into the driver's seat of a yellow land. So he let him get in the seat? He let him drive it?
1: Yeah, celebrities are really good parents, traditionally. Oh, there was no damage. Wow. You need to be more into the mic.
0: There was definitely contact, but little to no damage.
1: I'm not on the mic enough? No, you're like off center.
0: Huh? Like here?
1: You were like, you, were, you had a side. How sideways. dare you? you had side. How dare I, as producer of the show, ask you to speak correctly into the mic?
0: No, I'm saying call me off center.
1: Well, you you were. We have camera evidence that you were as well. Cameras, we're on the tape. cameras are catching everything today. We're on the tape. Um, I will run the tape.
0: Uh, what are we doing? We're. Are we just talking? This is the podcast.
1: (laughs) I guess. I guess this is the podcast now.
0: Three, two, one. Kevin.
1: What's up? What's going on, man? Nothing much. Just living the dream.
0: (laughs) You're wearing an all-time shirt today. Yeah. It is probably my favorite shirt that you own. And you have some great shirts. Yeah, in the what's, collection. what's it look like? Uh, the shirt that yeah. you're wearing right now for the listeners, Kevin is wearing a turquoise shirt, a beautiful color, and it really is going well with both Kevin's tan mm-hmm. that he got this weekend. It was like 90 and sunny all weekend, so I think half of our studio came in with uh, uh, a bit of a sunburn tan, to suntan, sunburn, yeah. you know. Right. And Kevin's got the the locks flowing, and yeah, the the turquoise shirt is really working well. On the turquoise shirt, it says in big sans serif pink letters, picnic committee. Yeah.
1: That's what committee I would be on. Yeah.
0: The word picnic and committee are slightly different size fonts, like just slightly different enough for it to be uh, interesting and for some creative uh, tension there. Yeah, sure. Um, And it feels like it's equal parts Miami colorway Mm -hmm. and equal parts... Picnic committee, yeah, whatever that
1: means. It's a Picnic committee. Where did you get this shirt? Um,
0: I don't know, thrift store. Thrift store. This is a hell of a thrift store. Yeah. I think you put this like on the uh, the the Hall of Fame, <laughs> the Mount man, Rush Mount Rushmore of shirts. <laughs> like that's a shirt if you go are, are at, a, at a Goodwill or thrifting and anywhere and you see that yeah, shirt, that's a good one. You gotta get it. Yeah, that, that's, that's a what, must. That's why I shirt. got it. It and it's. I will say you don't break it out too much.
1: It's been literally sitting in the studio for. It's my. It was my. Emergency, yeah. wet clothing.
0: It looks. It's just a tremendous shirt.
1: Um. But I'll probably keep it in the rotation. Bring another shirt back here.
0: You should. Um. How was uh, NFT NYC week for you, Kevin? <laughs> it was great. It's huge.
1: Yeah. I'm. I'm super into NFTs now. Yeah. I'm. I'm getting my. I'm getting my apes in line. Yeah. I'm. Really high in Ethereum. Mm.
0: Did we talk about it on the pod that Jackie went to? My wife. My live. She went to a, uh, a NFT week event and came home and is, 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 she's fully converted to uh, NFT Web3. It's
1: a bold strategy. Let's see how it plays out.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's like watching YouTube videos and she's, she's talking about, she's on, you on know, the YouTubes. Yeah. She's ta- on the YouTubes talking about investing, trying to get, get in the game. Huh. And well. so, um, that's 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 one sign that she does not listen to our podcast, yeah where she's fallen behind
1: on episodes i mean we've we've been pretty consistent about that yeah. um mm-hmm. maybe she's learned from a more reputable source about maybe she's learned a little bit more you know? she
0: she went to a cool party she was showing me some photos and some videos of like these kids and they created this nft platform called the gods or d gods d gods and they like th- there it looked I wasn't a big fan of the artwork but Kind of, uh, I caught some of these YouTube videos. Uh, some of these YouTubes.
1: Are you are you watching the YouTube videos with
0: her? I, I saw some of it. Um, I just saw like a piece of one, and I was like, "Oh, this is, this is, you know, like there is something interesting happening there." Like yeah, again, no, like, for sure. And it's like the fact that these like very young kids are creating these things that like didn't exist nine <laughs> months ago. When you say very young kids, what are you t- what are I'm you talking, talking about, like, about? I'm talking about like nineteen, twenty year old <laughs> kids I, that, thought, I
1: thought you were talking about like six-year-olds no i was talking about six-year-olds i'm
0: talking about like <laughs> gen z young people yeah that created something that didn't exist 10, 10 months ago like literally didn't exist mm-hmm. and then has like thousands of followers and a community and you know millions of dollars of, of 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 something yeah and like the fact that you can go to a party and there's like code names and there's like ice luges and
1: there's just like there's definitely a vibe
0: you had me at ice
1: luge i think i'm (laughs) i think i'm a crypto bro now
2: (laughs) yeah
0: yeah exactly all it takes is one ice luge and uh, they were doing lots of shoeys oh really yeah that's cool yeah yeah. is that cool kevin that is cool yeah so ice luge shoeys you seem like you're ready i would love to do a shoey yeah um, but i would need to some
1: crypto bros yeah i would need to wear some fresh shoes
0: one of the guys was hides their identity
1: because they don't want to be seen or, or known that's, who they are. That's really sick. Super sick, right? Yeah.
0: Um, Kevin, I got invited to Ape Fest.
1: Yeah, I know. You You were pretty hype about it. Well, I, I wanted to go mostly for the podcast. Yeah. Like,
0: mostly to go as a field reporter.
1: Yeah, no, we sh- I should have been in Ape Fest. Yeah, I,
0: we should have gone to some event because Jackie went and, you know, again, not to like... a She went to a sort of event. We should have done a podcast at Ape and Fest. And she like you know she was swept up in the uh, the enthusiasm the hoopla yeah i think if you and i would have went we would have been you know convinced. equally consumed maybe but maybe not at least it would have been good content and when i was looking at ape fest the lineup it was like questlove one night and then hiem one night and lcd sound system one night and so the event that i got um invited to was the last night which didn't they had a secret guest at the time so i was like if these are the guests they're announcing then the main guest is Yeah, going to be they had a really crazy. cool
1: graphic with like a spray paint over the name. <laughs> That's super
0: <laughs> super cool, dude. Um and then so I was invited and I was like maybe I should go mostly for f- podcast fodder and then um at the last second my uh I got the
1: uh rug pull. Yeah, the old no, rug pull. No, no plus one for Alex. Damn. Which is uh sad. Did and, they not let Were they not let in um, did, did they scan your entire um podcast history and see they, that they, we've been but relentlessly shitting on nfts, NFTs for yeah. the past year
0: they they were on to me and so the special guests were Lil wayne eminem and snoop dogg and so that's a pretty that's a pretty formidable yeah that's,
1: lineup i've there. seen i think i've seen uh i've seen snoop dogg twice i saw mm-hmm. eminem once yeah eminem was kind of sad um and then never seen Lil wayne
0: yeah i looked online it looked like did they perform or did they just like play a music video i don't know it didn't look fun i'll be honest it didn't look cool yeah but it's pretty th- impressive to have little wayne eminem and snoop dogg and also like look at footage or videos
1: online and be like that doesn't look that fun. yeah yeah that's almost impressive yeah they did however release a music video
0: yeah did you watch this yeah is it terrible
1: yeah you, you should watch it i'm not gonna watch it right now you but should it, i mean you gotta it's it's, it's a topic it's the first topic you it's should, the first time you got to watch it
0: this makes me so sad yeah
1: i mean if things in this world couldn't get any worse mm. uh snoop and eminem just had to drop that song with the music video um, yeah it's just like
0: the board ape yacht clubness of it all just feels so commercial and pandering and
1: I don't know. Eminem hasn't who f- rapped well in years. Yeah, just who? Who is that? Who's into that? Are people into that? I, I'm genuinely curious. Like,
0: it has a. Lot I don't want to of- be.
1: I don't want to be such a hater, but like, that that was just like a very like low level mid, as the kids say. Yeah, rap about weed that had Bored ape like music video animations. i It was just. Like, they probably spent an hour writing that song, maybe. Eminem says he's a walking marijuana leaf.
0: Yeah, what? Like, Eminem (laughs) has been sober for like 10 years. No,
1: he smokes weed, though.
0: Oh, he's uh, California sober? No,
1: I don't know. I I mean... He smokes weed. That would be hilarious if he didn't even smoke weed and he's rapping about smoking weed. I would almost respect that even more than this song. Well, that's what... Because like uh, you know, Fifty Cent
0: used to do. Yeah, no, I mean that's so like that's 50 a cool cent is move. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He would he would rap about weed and, and drinking. And yeah, famously, you yeah, have or, to. Yeah, did, you have to at either the beginning of, of your sense. career.
1: But you know, what's even? It's it's a sad sight to see you picking up a the the topic of weed. You know, late in your career. I think becoming
0: a forty plus rapper is a really tricky thing to do. I don't know. I don't think anyone has successfully Danny done Brown. it outside of Danny Brown. Jay Z struggles with it, but it's really tough. It's it, I don't know. Like, and I, I don't want to be an ageist. Yeah. But Eminem hasn't put out a good rap song in years, almost to the point of like it's so cringe. I I can't even listen to it. It's like not
1: like the term
0: unlistenable. Yeah, is like. It's literally I cannot
1: listen to it. Wait, so you don't like you don't like this song? No, no, this is really bad. This is really <laughs> bad.
0: Really, really. Just
1: like, really just bad. like, if you strip away the music video and just go bar for bar, like, still no. Still no. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a little bit better than like the
0: like screaming Eminem stuff that yeah. like has been the more recent stuff. At least he's more like
1: that's an awfully hot coffee pot. Yeah,
0: he's more <laughs> rapping. You know, at a very fast race. You know, like which is like at least something that reminds me of like M&M's glory years. Yeah. Which is better than like him just like, I don't know, just like the, the angry M&M that we dealt with, like had to deal with for a really long time. Like at least this is more like fast rapping m m Yeah. Which is marginally better than yelling <laughs> M&M. <Eminem. sighs> yeah. This is this a, again, let me get, a, let me it's get, a, it's a tough, piece this. it's
1: a tough one. <laughs> I got the gong beach. I'm from Long Beach. <laughs> I got the bomb. Wait, who is into this? Like, are people into this? No. I'm going to do some Twitter recon tomorrow and like, f- try Lots to find people, out if, yeah. if people are actually like, it's my home from Long Beach. <laughs> like, that's you know, he's got the bomb. I, I think at least, you know, Snoop Dogg weeds his thing. Like, yes, he, he'll put his name on anything. So like, yes. it's not even like a, yeah, I guess Eminem, I guess, to a certain extent now does mm-hmm. that. But I'd say this is expected from Snoop. Um, yeah. And I don't even, I don't even mind it from Snoop, but go, go do your thing. And I, I, I guess <laughs> I'm just hating on Eminem now, but,
0: um, sure. That's
1: fair. I'm going to rescind some Eminem slander. You're rescinding? Yeah. I'm only slandering him uh, in this board Ape rap. What's it called? Uh, D-Town to Long Beach?
0: It's awful. Let's just move on. Um, Kevin, in the notes it says, is it safe to say this is the worst time ever to be living? <sighs> tough, tough, tough. Tough question. Yes. Um... It's no, a tough but, time. no, but yes. No, but yes, but I think that but maybe video yes. and but probably no, probably but pro- almost probably yeah. It's a pretty tough time. It's I don't want to sugarcoat it. It's it's a tough time to be an American. It's tough time to be. Um, it's, it's 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 just you know
1: you know it's even tougher. What owning a board ape? <laughs> it's it's really fucking tough right now. Yeah, I that mean, shit's tanking, and I mean, I, I'm I've lost all my money. Ah, oh, your ape. Yeah.
0: Let's look up apes. Um, cool, Kevin. Let's talk, not let's ta- not look up. Let's apes. not talk about. It. Um, talk to me about. This is the podcast now. Talk to me, Kevin. Um, what's going on with this Kanye mask
1: hood by air? Um, Diddy. Uh, so he was at the BET awards last night, mm-hmm. and he gave like a five minute speech about. Uh, it was like a surprise speech, I guess. God, he and came out. Basically, he just like was like, how cool Diddy was, like how like everything he's done for rap, like how much he appreciates him. Yeah. But the more notable thing was he comes out, like his face is fully covered in a mask, um, glasses. But the funniest thing was, is like you can hear him seemingly struggle to breathe. Okay. <laughs> it's like out of breath, breathing heavily audibly into the yeah. mic as well. He said uh, he he was hitting the nitrous at the dentist office. Yeah, he's like, you know, Diddy has been changing his name. He listed off all Diddy's names, and then he's like, "That nitro started hitting, and then it all it all comes back to love."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did he himself as Love at some point? Did that, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, wow, yeah. that was his name. That was he. It was yeah. Diddy named himself a lot of different. You know, Sean Combs, and then Puff Daddy, and then Diddy, and then Puffy, and at one point he was just like, "I just want to be called Love." Maybe I made that up, yeah. but like. I thought that that was oh he he changed his middle name to love yeah
1: and so he's i will say <clears throat> it does kanye, all come back to love which is a sick thing to say
0: kanye kanye is right diddy is like an absolute living legend and like he's one of those guys that um if he had, there's a doc on netflix about diddy and like his career and like he he will get his flowers probably at a later date but he pioneered hip hop from 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 a executive producer like businessman inside like truly made the
1: the 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 thing
0: that we now all love
1: not only is a tough look for kanye but it's a tough just it's it's tough to speak into a microphone with your mouth covered and it probably isn't totally the best thing to do Um, audio wise as a podcast producer myself it's kind of a nightmare yeah um and especially when you're huffing and puffing a little bit and kind of looks like you're suffocating
0: well i mean it's tough to wear (laughs) like kanye wears like these giant leather jackets
1: oh yeah and
0: like he wears these big masks and it like yesterday was very very hot i don't know where this took place but like kanye is one of those guys that like fashion and weather don't matter like there's they don't they like if you look at a picture of kanye and he's like wearing a puffer jacket on top of a hoodie on top of a mask and you're like it's it's literally 80 85 degrees in calabasas you know it's like he's not dressing for the weather he's dressing for those photos yeah that people pass around so i don't know when this was but um (laughs) i think that's probably again i don't know maybe he's got covid maybe he's Can't breathe. Maybe he needs to go to the gym. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe it's all three. Maybe maybe it's all three. But I do think it's funny. Like, if you ever see those photos of him, he's never dressing for the weather. And like, you know that jacket's got to be fucking heavy as shit. The one that he's wearing. It's like, and he's has covering his face. Yeah, he must be sweating like a motherfucker. And he's also speaking. He's doing a four-minute speech on live television. You know what I mean? And he's probably. I don't want to say he's
1: nervous, but like. Um I mean, he's a human being, you know. He's Yeah, your your heart's going. You get He's yeah, you get, your definitely getting ra- some adrenaline. Yeah, heartbeats
0: racing, you're wearing a 7,000 pounds jacket and you're have a mask covering your face. Are we shocked that he isn't breathing great? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um That's a it's a tough it's a tough situation.
0: Yeah, tough situation, but I got to watch a clip uh, uh, one of my friends sent it to me and said, "Hey, have you seen this?" So, I, I you know, uh I kind of is my guy will always be my guy. Um and I I think yeah, I mean Kanye is a hip hop fan and, and historian as much as anyone else is and Diddy's influence and you know, I think he's um he's a yeah, he's a legend and really an important figure in hip hop. For sure. For so many different reasons. Um, moving on. Uh story comes to Dylan. This podcast is brought to you by the number one place for packaging news, sustainability news, the fucking crazy stories that go on in the world of packaging and branding, and uh, our friends, um yeah, the yeah. die line is the spot.
1: When you said that Jackie met those uh, young kids from D God, I was yeah, thinking yeah. that was us at the Die Line Awards. That's passing totally out us. the D's.
0: Yeah, yeah, passing out the D's. Yeah, these um, D Gods, they're the D- the gods of the metaverse. Check them out at DGods.com. I mean,
1: it's it's the, the, the DieLine.com? The, the gods di- the gods of package design that's news. Right. Yeah, so that's it, exactly. Um, and branding news. Yeah, so they have
0: a story. Um, about Kraft Mac and Cheese, um, a rebrand that comes from our friends over at Jones, Knowles Ritchie, a.k.a. JKR. And this time it's for, um, yeah, did I already say It's for Kraft Mac and Cheese. Um, And it looks good. That's the story. Um, (laughs) On to the next one. On to the next one. Uh, call (laughs) Call me crazy. Did Mac and Cheese, did they just, didn't they do Velveeta? Yeah, they did Velveeta. So, they're
1: really cross pollinating their mac and cheese uh, business. You know, I had the same thought, Alex, and yeah. then I searched uh, who owns Velveeta. Oh, You'll never guess who owns Velveeta. <laughs> it's Kraft. Yeah,
0: Jesus. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be one of those Mandela moments where actually Jake Carr did do Velveeta. It was like someone else, and I just like in my brain remembered it that way.
1: They, yeah, I mean they. Made the macaroni a little wetter. Yeah, you know? remember? Yeah, yeah. deja uh, vu.
0: Deja vu to the podcast. So they're back with on their mac and cheese shit. Yeah, they, they made that
1: wet-ass pasta.
0: They did make that wet-ass pasta. And so now they're back with more wet-ass pasta.
1: Yeah, which is like the signature fucking element of the brand.
0: Yeah, which is um, they've done a nice job here. I think it was, I could be wrong about this, but Crispin Porter Bogusky did some mac and cheese stuff like back, back, back in the day. Was that a person? That's an agency, okay. <laughs> a very famous one, more known for advertising, but also known for like Truth Campaign and like uh, Whopper campaigns, like back, back, back in the day, like early 2000s, okay. really, really renegade, maverick advertising stuff. And they would dabble sometimes in design. And if I remember correctly, they did the sort of mac and cheese, like as a smile, as an icon for this packaging or for this brand. and. That was a big part of like their advertising at the time. And so what I love about JKR and I love about what they do is they just took the thing that is the most famous and the thing that has been probably working for them for 15 years. And they just made it wet. And they just took everything else and just deleted it. You know what I mean? And it's they good just, design strategy. Yeah. It's it's a, it's it's reduction, right? So they delete, they got rid of everything that didn't need to be there. And then they're left with just like the logo and you know sort of um, this spoon of mac and cheese, and then they're then they're like, okay, how can we iconify this? Mm -hmm. And they just kind of give it one little drop, which I don't think was there before. Yeah, of like cheese melting, and then they brought in a fucking great typeface that sort of ties back to the macaroni. What's it called? It's called Blue Box Sands and it's from a font foundry five sorry F thirty seven and it has like rounded shapes that mimic a macaroni. And basically they just kinda let that do the job. Um one of the things that they did was they renamed it from macaroni and cheese to mac and cheese.
1: This that was previous.
0: Oh, one. that was done already? Yeah. Well, I'm looking at it before and after, and before it says macaroni and cheese, and this new one says mac. And no, it doesn't.
1: Cheese. Maybe I misread it. Yeah, and I think let us know who's wrong in the comments.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 perfect. It's just simple. It's clean. It's 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 iconically them. Like they didn't change things dramatically to the point of it not being recognizable.
1: Yeah, and just made it significantly better. Oh, I. You brought it up already. Um, I just was a little confused. Making you, I guess the word would's the it's making you smile for eighty four years. Um, I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be making you drip, making you wet for eighty four years, making you cheese for eighty four years.
0: Oh, where is that say? Where is that? That's uh, in the out of home. Oh, making you blank. Yeah, I make, think making you
1: noodle for 84 yeah.
0: years. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're probably right. Like, I don't know if that necessarily reads as a smile to everybody, but it is an iconic shape. Making it's...
1: your noodle drip for 84 years.
0: Yeah, I love the pin. The pin is probably the
1: best. Oh, yeah. The Right next to the Heinz pickle pin.
0: Yeah, the the pickle pin, the Heinz tomato ketchup pin, and then you got the sort of macaroni with the little drip pin.
2: Macaroni with the chicken strips. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just, you know, they found a way to sort of, again, lean into the things that are iconic, update some of the things that aren't working quite as well, get rid of the stuff that's garbage, and uh, and, and make it wet.
1: Yeah, I will say the uh the wet noodle mm-hmm. is looking mighty appetizing and I really would like some mac and cheese right now. Yeah, I mean um call me a baby. Just, oh, just yeah. Kevin, yeah, Kevin yeah, I feel like no, you're baiting no, no. me. I, I yeah. feel like you're baiting me. Did I already see <laughs> mac and cheese was for babies? Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's already been done. It's already been. I'll, I'll leave I've, it out.
1: We can't. Three I've, weeks. Three weeks in a row. Three already weeks in a row. I've already. Too much. Um,
0: yeah, exactly. I've already made it perfectly clear that what that everyone knows the mac and cheese is for babies.
1: But like, I think this
0: is a great job. I think, to be honest, like, there's not much more to say other than like, this is JKR doing what they do best. I think the packaging. If I'm going to look at the from a packaging perspective. I think it's really nice. I think it's really clean. I think it's done a nice job of simplifying. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's not easy, but it sometimes feels like it shouldn't be that hard to just kind of like convince these giant old behemoth icon brands to just kind of like less is more lean into sort of what people know you as and sort of, don't put like a checklist on the front of your packaging or something like mm-hmm. stuff that they were doing. And so it's just, it's just the right thing to do. And so um, shout out to them, JKR doing what JKR does. And yeah, I don't know if this is going to make as much noise as like Burger King or, um, you know, sort of Dunkin' uh, Duncan or any of the things that they've done, but it's a, it's a nice cleanup. And I'm sure when I see it on shelf, it's going to look really nice and clean and modern. And most, 90% of humans won't really notice or care. Yeah. But that's kind of uh that's kind of a good job.
1: It's definitely drippy.
0: It is drippy. I like the drippy the drippy is my favorite part. Drip too hard. It doesn't drip too hard. It drips just enough. Yeah, but drip too opinion.
1: hard is like yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, that's where Future, you want to be. You want to You want to be dripping too hard. But Maybe this doesn't drip too hard.
0: I don't think this drips too hard. I think this drips just enough. But you're saying that dripping too hard is a good thing. All right. I'd like
1: on. to. I'd like to question the viscosity of the craft mm-hmm. macaroni and cheese cheese. Good I, call. I, ne- I never seen cheese drip from like that. the mm-hmm. mac and cheese drip mm-hmm. like that. Never, never, ever.
0: Ne- never have I ever seen it. Never ever. Yeah, this is what happens when we podcast on a Monday. You get these like very like half brain. Me? Cut that out. We're Who, doing me? great. No, yes. me. Me. I'm saying my brain is moving at a very slow speed. Um, Just haven't had your iced coffee.
1: Yeah, cut this out, Kevin.
0: Never have I ever seen something drip like that.
1: No, I mean, I've never seen a mac and cheese noodle from drip. Kraft drip, drip like, like that. that. Yeah. Well, um, Now, Velveeta, on the other hand, those motherfuckers drip. Really? Yeah.
0: I, but now they're from the
1: same company, so I don't think of them any different. That's true. Yeah, I mean, they really do have a little macaroni monopoly going on. Yeah.
0: Moving on, Kevin, another story from the dial, another big iconic brand, another big rebrand. I don't know if these are rebrands. These are just like refreshes. Um, This one comes from Sprite from uh, my old employer, the Coca-Cola company. They got a head-turning glow up just in time for summer. Uh, Teresa Christine Johnson from the line writes, "Um, I think this is a good way to describe it. They got a glow up. They didn't get a rebrand or a refresh. They got a little bit of a glow up. Um, the redesign uh, really uh, encompasses packaging and all touch points, but is really focused on um, a new logo, which kind of removes some of the like old Sprite splatter thing that I don't. There's probably a name for, but um, it 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 is a uh, you know a global rebrand, really leaning into the things that make uh, Sprite iconic, which is uh, the green and kind of getting everything out of the way. Um, Looks great, Um, done by the team over at Turner Duckworth and uh, led by uh, a design director named Frederick Kahn. Uh, Fun fact, Kevin, you would appreciate this about Frederick Kahn, Uh, worked with Frederick. He's been at Coca-Cola so long, he was a part of designing the original Powerade Holy shit. Yeah. So, Frederick is an absolute legend. How old is this guy? Uh, probably in his 50s? My guess. Late 40s. Um Yeah, he was there when uh Powerade was introduced at the Coca-Cola company in 2002. So, he's now been there, I guess. Um Actually, no. Powerade was introduced and not sorry, not 2002. It was introduced in 1988 so Frederick has been there 34 years and so this is exciting uh, news insider news for literally no one no one cares about this information but um, it's just interesting to me um, he has a quote here. We were coming off of a brand rested from a global point of view to have one global marketing campaign versus more regional ones. We want to put forth one brand idea, similar reason to those behind it. it. was an important part of it because we had some inconsistencies across the markets.
1: Sure, whatever you say. Yeah,
0: whatever you say. We changed the bottle of Sprite from clean plastic to clear plastic to easier to recycle. I think this really ties in with the idea of clarity, said Rafa who uh, we were hanging out with in Boston. Now we have a clear bottle that holds a clear liquid, so there's a lot of consistency in the message of clarity. So challenges with that will change what are the implications on the actual identity. Devil's in the details, says Chris. I'm clear who Chris is, but I assume he's from Turner-Duckworth. I always try to remind my team that we can build as much of a strategy up front, and there's a lot of instinct involved. Wow, we're really just talking about design here, guys. Um, Yeah, no, it's a a nice brand uh, refresh. Um, feels very simple. Um, if you've ever looked at the sort of history of Sprite's logos, some pretty fucked up shit back yeah. in the day, like back, back, back in when, when Sprite first came out, Sprite Boy, give that a Google and look okay. at that. Mm-hmm. That guy's, um, he'll, he'll, he'll uh, haunt your dreams. Um, but yeah, no, the brand is iconic, and that's actually where Sprite, the brand name comes from. Sprite Boy Was actually a Coca Cola mascot Hmm. back in like the like early 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 like days. I want to look it up, 1940s, Um, and then Sprite, the brand, was sort of named after him. And yeah, it's been around for a real long time and has had a ton of different identities um, over the years. And this one feels like probably the return to some of the more simpler stuff from back in like kind of like the 90s and like yeah early 90s so yeah it looks cool yeah uh like i said frederick was has been at coke and is sort of probably again he's seen these evolutions and changes over the years and so it's cool to sort of see his name attached to this i think for me that was really cool yeah um yeah but very good work and nice 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 uh, images like the renderings of the, mm-hmm. of the bottles i got to say you know i'm interested to see this one in the world because it's one of those things where, like, these mock ups are really gorgeous and beautiful. I'd be curious to see what that clear plastic looks like with the clear liquid. And I don't
1: know. I want to see it. Yeah. They said that it's, uh, they were talking about that Coke plastic you were talking about last week. Oh, it's better, plant, better, plant better. Plant f- yeah. Better
0: P- for you. Yeah. PET plastic has the highest recycling value. And clear plastics have a higher recycling value than dyed plastic. So not all single use plastic is the same. And so, yeah. Just, just sure. Like, sure. Um, Kevin, one, I wanted to get your one thought on one thing before we leave. Did you see in one of those images, mint Sprite?
1: Oh, I fucking hate it now.
0: Yeah. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I didn't know that was the thing. I know. I saw it too. And it's like a slightly different color green. and sort of a mint green. I mean, it's, green. A
1: cool, it's a cool green.
0: Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it looks cool. But like mint, lemon lime flavored, never in my life, Kevin, have I ever seen a mint Sprite. So yeah,
1: that's kind of nasty. I wonder
0: if that's real.
1: I mean, it's got to be. They wouldn't lie to us. No, they would never put an image in a case
0: study uh, sort of press release that wasn't real. Uh, just a little bit of a research, a uh, quick little Google. Um, yeah, there's some Mint Sprite stuff happening. It looks like more international than America. No. But yeah, get, check out Sprite's uh, design history if you want to see a fun little ride from 1961 to sort of the present day. A lot of hmm. cool logos over the years, some really kind of nice type stuff, some some fucked up shit, and now kind of a return to maybe probably the the simplest but most effective
1: identity, I think. Yeah, good brand. job, Sprite.
0: Good job for Sprite. Good job to Frederick Kahn. Good job to Turner Duckworth. We're just giving out lots of good jobs today.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Uh, Mr. Jones is back. Mr. Jones is the iconic uh
1: soda company. It's like a Counting Crows uh, reference. I don't know. No, isn't it Great Jones? What's it, no, it's uh, Jones Soda.
0: Jones Soda.
1: So I was doing like, I was trying to, you know, call Mr. back. Mr. I was Jones. trying to call back from your, like, early adulthood.
0: <laughs> from Counting Crows era. I was
1: never a big Counting Crows guy. Yeah, me neither, but that song goes hard. Uh, Mr. Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Puts that shit <laughs> at the end. It's a good of song. Yeah.
0: Podcast, for sure. That's a fucking.
1: It's a banger. It's a banger.
0: Um, So. Jones Soda is kind of an iconic soda brand. When we were building United Soda America, we talked a lot about them just because they were sort of like the only independent soda company doing something like original and mm-hmm. unique. And I don't know, I don't, they, they have like an exclusive deal where they're only sold at 7 Elevens or something. I, none of this, uh, you know, caught me on. But um, Kevin, they're here with Mary Jones, which is a uh, THC soda. Mm hmm. And uh, I will say the can has one of the most confusing things I've ever seen on it. It is a mirror, or appears to be a mirror, on the very front of the can. And it says, Objects in mirror are more stoned than they appear.
1: Yeah. You don't like that? <sighs> you see yourself, it's, you know, if you're drinking this and you're stoned. You look in the mirror and you see yourself and then you read that and you're like, true.
0: Yeah, that feels very gimmicky
1: to me. I'm not a fan of that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I had this idea. Did you? Yeah. Maybe not in the same capacity of uh, on a can, but on on a pack, for sure, I had this idea.
0: Do you know that? Man, there's a Mandela effect about objects in mirror are closer than they
1: appear. What's the Mandela effect?
0: So people remember it as objects in mirror may be closer than they appear. Yeah. And in real life, it's objects in mirror are closer than they appear.
1: Huh. Um, yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. That's a Mandela effect for those that don't watch. <laughs> um,
1: what's the show? How to.
0: How to with John Wilson. Wow. This, is just, favorite this is just shows. great stuff.
1: <laughs> this is <laughs> so you're out for this pa- package design? You I think you it's like a this? dumb
0: thing to put a mirror on the front of your can and say objects in mirror maybe uh, more stone. Bro, you're just here.
1: not with the culture, my guy. You're just you're just not you're just not a stone king.
0: <laughs> Obvious hey, hair's another I hate to throw another wrinkle in this. I feel like that's not gonna hit instantly. I feel like when you're drinking it, you're not going to be like
1: stoned.
2: Like you're going to
0: drink it, true. And then like an hour later, you're going to be high. So if
1: you're still holding, that well, I think hand, I think the 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 times on these are supposed to be like I think the like THC is a little bit more like bioavailable or something, yeah. and then like it hits you faster because yeah. you're able to like metabolize it quicker or something. Yeah, I will. Say Don't I'm, quote me on that either. Yeah, it's probably the smartest sentence I've ever said in this yeah, podcast, it's, and it's probably wrong. Could be wrong. Oh, it's definitely wrong. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm looking at Mary Jones, the soda in the in the glass bottle. To me, okay, now if we're going to get, we're design podcast, we would probably talk about the design. Yeah. The thing that's most iconic about Jones soda is the photography yeah. on the side of the package. 100%. And so if I, now I'm looking at the glass bottles for Mary Jones and it has black and white photos on the bottom of every can. And to me, this isn't necessarily my idea of great design, but it feels like Jones soda. It makes sense. And, you know, it looks like Jones, but it has the word Mary typed or sort of scripted out on top of it, which it goes pretty hard. I think feels like very like cannabis culture, sort of like inspired script.
1: Yeah. Which it is because it's a, it's a cannabis drink. So, but I think on the cans
0: for them to remove the photography and to put in this joke... Yeah, but you're the photo. It just doesn't work. Sorry, Kevin. For me. Every, again, everyone is different, but this idea of putting a mirror... Also, is it going to really going to be a mirror? Like, Is it just going to be aluminum that has nothing on it?
1: No, dog, you're, it's going to be a mirror, for it's, sure. It's got to be a real mirror. They got, it's not going to be a real, real mirror. But yeah, it better it's, reflect. It's going to reflect, and it'll probably be a little distorted. It might be cool. It might be a nice Instagram moment, Alex.
0: I think this is dumb.
1: I'm going to post it on in Instagram, and I'm going to get... You're not gonna I'm going to get it. so many likes on it. You're definitely not going to do it. And I'm going to say, thanks, thanks, Mary Jones. Yeah, t- definitely. Totally going to happen. Yeah, I guess my uh, Counting Crows reference is just totally off because I'm going to scrub this. <laughs> yeah, We've got a lot of scrubbing to do. Yeah. Good
0: thing we're doing this on... on uh,
1: I know. I've, I, it's the most time I've had in a while. You know that... Um, got all day.
0: Yeah. Mandela effect on Mr. Jones. I'm just kidding. I, it's Indiana Jones. <laughs> that there's a mandela effect the mandela effect is i don't know why it's cre- creeped into my brain on this episode but um check it out um where's right. that story from kevin just from just from i think ad week
1: or something sick
0: kevin the uh worst chicken faux chicken brand in america <laughs> has the worst photo shoot with the worst people
1: <clears throat> where's that t- headline from <laughs> i wrote i wrote it
0: you wrote that um yeah. where did you get this image these images. i think from?
1: this is ad week as well why didn't you have put in the uh, the
0: articles? Because uh, you couldn't read them. Because I don't have the uh, the paywall. Their paywall. Yeah. So I, I gonna, didn't
1: know if we were... This was like 10 minutes before the show. We're so just I'm gonna just going to make it up here? No. Nah, I mean, there's nothing really to say. So
0: the brand is called Daring, and they make faux chicken nuggets, vegan chicken nuggets. Uh, they are a simulate competitor, so I would never dare put that into my system. Yeah, just true. Like but they have a new spokes couple... And they are Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. And I'm they- glad
1: you said it because I had no idea which Kardashian that was.
0: Well, clearly it's Courtney. Um, and so Courtney and Travis are seen in a bathtub together. And Travis is drinking champagne and Courtney's eating chicken in a bubble bath. And then this other photo is Courtney sitting on Travis's lap and she's going into a fridge that's fully filled with daring.
1: But they already have a bowl, of, bowl full of daring uh, right next to them. Which looks like it just was put in the air fryer. Yeah. I mean, that's probably all you had to do.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of daring as i mentioned because uh we don't give free ads to competitive products that we work on i mean this is kind of you know
1: this is visibility this um this isn't not an ad you know
0: yeah this this couple i think it's really interesting if i want to get into it quickly it's like i i do watch a show on hulu i do watch sort of these the the infomercial that is uh the Kardashian yeah, yeah. television show. And so they're promoting a ton of stuff, right? Chloe's jeans, Kim's, Kim's, Kim's everything. And Courtney <clears throat> has, um, this new relationship with Travis Barker. And I will say it is so uncomfortable to watch them. They're so creepy. And like, all they do is like make out and like make other people sexually. <laughs> like they, they like, so much PDA in front of other people. That That's like, the vibe I was getting from this. Yeah, it's 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 like, and I guess they're now turning it into a br- They're not just their brand, but also they're getting paid for it. So they're like, we're the horny couple. We're the horny, you know, sort of uh, newlyweds.
1: I think it's really odd for a uh, faux chicken nugget company to attach themselves to them, and their PDA. Like, uh, like the one where they're in the fridge is like some of the most uncomfortable shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it's supposed to be, like, lifestyle imagery. Like, who the fuck is living like that? Like, when yeah. has there ever been a situation where you've had somebody on your lap with the fridge open with a fucking bowl of, th- of, the, of presumably fresh things you're looking at in the fridge? Like, get out of here. F- fuck yeah. off. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess I will say, like, I thought Daring, like, I didn't really understand, like, what the brand was about in any way. Like, I, d- I didn't understand what made them different. But I guess maybe they're provocative and maybe this is like a little bit of like, you know, their edgy side.
1: Ooh, horny chicken nugget. Thank God. I don't we know. We needed that. I don't know. And We it's, needed that.
0: Yeah. The substitute meat category. Um, I don't fully understand this. I'm just going to be honest. But, I mean, here's the thing about Kardashians is they have such big fucking megaphones that they'll put this on their fucking Instagram page. And, um and it'll get tons of views, and then it'll be in supermarkets, and I'm sure it will help the company. And um sure, the mo- if these photos were less interesting or mo- less daring, then maybe they would be shit. They are pretty daring. They would be completely forgotten. So, yeah. I guess give them some credit. I am not. It's really sad because I once, as a as a, as a youth, was a Blink One Eight Two fan. I guess, or mm-hmm. you know. And I always thought Travis Barker was like an amazing drummer. I played the drums when I was a kid. And um,
1: Tom's the best
0: for sure. Really, Tom is he the one that likes uh, aliens? Yeah, yeah, he he rocks. But I always thought Travis Barker was like the cool drummer dude. And like now, the show is like showing his personality, and it's
1: really not not. Yeah, cool. I'm sure he's being his true self.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what his what his real vibe is, but on the show, he looks like um, a medicated puppy dog yeah like he's just like goo goo gaga like over (laughs) courtney kardashian and it just feels like it's just a very weird couple it's a very weird relationship and it's very weird to watch it on tv
1: yeah this photo shoots weird it makes me feel weird makes me not want to eat chicken um yeah yeah vote chicken
0: our photo shoot for simulate was weird
1: so yeah but not like not this (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I it's good to be weird it's not good to be uncomfortable that's fair um, <clears throat>
0: last yeah. story of the day Kevin Mark Cuban launches Cost Plus a transparent pharmacy that gives everyone access to affordable medicine
1: did you know about this? I
0: had heard about it I think he was promoting
1: it on other podcasts that I listen yeah. to they're not, they're not spending a single dime on marketing so we're, we're doing our part here
0: okay so what's the story they're Affordable medicine for,
1: for the people. Yeah, basically he's just not marking drugs up. Like he only marks them up fifteen percent, and then charges like three bucks for pharmacy labor. Like it's it's a transparent. Um, it's it's a pretty sick. It's an aim for transparency in the pharmaceutical in- industry. I think it's
0: really amazing. Do you need a like
1: prescription? Yeah, you need a
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you need a prescription. Okay, I was gonna say if you could just start buying prescription drugs. Yeah, I'm gonna.
1: I think it's, yeah, it's really cool because you don't need prescriptions so you can just get as much lean as you want. So that, that, uh, that walk.
0: Yeah. It makes me a little, I mean, um, I will admit that when my hair started to feel like it was thinning out, I started to take hims Mm -hmm. like a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I stopped just kind of just living with it. You Mm -hmm. know, um, it was alarming how you could get, a prescription. Like there's new ways to get prescriptions via like teleconference. Oh yeah. It's and crazy. like it's so crazy. Like you don't need to go to your doctor and like have a real professional person like prescribe you something. You they, they could you could just like get click a button and they'll yeah. be like, We'll set you up on a Zoom call with someone that you don't know. And no, they yeah. just ask you like three questions and you'd be like, Cool. And then they're like send a photo in <laughs> of your like your hairline and they'll be like approved.
1: Yeah, or scrolling through TikTok, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling on the thing that's literally killing my attention span mm-hmm. and just getting served up served up ads for ADHD medicine. It's yeah, like direct to yeah. your door, have a consult now. Yeah. I click a button and, you know, I could have this shit at my door in fucking 3 hours. Like what the yeah. fuck is that? That's crazy.
0: It's alarmingly easy to be able to get medication online. And so I think this is good because I think there'll probably this will probably do better like for 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 all the um awful people in America that raised prices like um,
1: Scarelli like yeah. back in the day
0: and like I've I've
1: watched one documentary about Do you know he's out now? Yeah he's so out
0: he's, and on Instagram. Yeah, he's trying he's he's so horny. That was like one of the main takeaways <laughs> from the documentary was like he's both a dickhead and he's also like super horny
1: online. Wow, there's like no two worse things to be than a horny dickhead. Yeah. And so
0: he was like fucking over people that had, that needed like his HIV medicine. Mm -hmm. And he was also being an absolute douchebag and like courting like women and treating them like trash. So (laughs) he's just a total piece of shit person. But I guess for, but I think if I remember the documentary correctly, it's like, He's not the only problem. Oh absolutely like, not. He's no. one person that's doing something that hundreds of evil corporations are doing as well, and he just took he became famous for it because he was trying to become famous because he yeah. he bought the Wu Tang album and he just was like a menace to society, purposefully, trying to like make a name for himself. and there's just there's hundreds of evil corporations not doing that. Secretly, jacking up the prices of medications and making it hard for everyday Americans to get the things that they need, yeah, to stay alive. And so, I hope that this is a um, this is a solution that works, yeah, for people. A, and it could pe- be.
1: people are liking it so far. I've, uh, I've been I've been seeing some people on social media talking about how much money they saved and shit. So good, well, for, that's good that's, for Mark Cuban. Yeah, thank I mean, that's amazing. like good like one good thing a billionaire's done for yeah. people. So. I feel great, like good that's job.
0: I feel like that's kind of I'm surprised there isn't more shit like this. Like there's just I feel like when billionaires are like I'm going to do good things for people, they just donate their money to causes and I wish I would see more billionaires like doing stuff like this, right? Like not just like donating to other obviously great organizations, but like this is like Mark Cuban using his like brain, his creativity, his team and like doing something treating it as if it's a launch of a brand or a company yeah. or a service like he invests in but with a positive you know solution for people. Like to me that feels like I I wish more people would use their crea- like use the thing that they d- did to get the money that they did in the first place to then use that same like experience, knowledge, influence, like resources, you know, connections and then apply it to positive yeah. things for our
1: nation. Yes. I would also like to see billionaires exploit people to help more people.
0: I mean they're exploiting people to make bat to, to not help people. You might as yeah, well no, use sure. you might as well do it for positive versus just blindly donating. So, yeah, to throw throw
1: or th- throwing yourself up into space. Yeah or,
0: yeah, or flying to space. I mean, I think Mark Cuban wants to run for president, I think, at some time, right? Wasn't that something that came out? Or huh. So I, I'm not shocked to see potentially a move to, say, or to help his... Philanth-
1: Philanthropist? Yeah,
0: I mean, this is probably a move for him, for his brand. Um, but... Yeah, I'm 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 down for it. It looks cool. I'm I'm I don't know. I'm not gonna like jump in and start ordering medication, I, but maybe I should look up if they have my.
1: I'm gonna get on some meds so I can use this service. Are
0: you? <laughs> so I have asthma. Let's see. Yeah, they got they got some stuff. They don't have what I take, but. Yeah, I mean, even <coughs> even an inhaler like an albuterol inhaler, which is like very common for most people. Um, it's like 50 bucks and their price is 21 bucks. It's good. That's pretty good. If you, if you use one of those every month, you know, you'll save a decent amount of money,
1: which is great. Yeah, that's great.
0: That's great. <laughs> cool. So <laughs> good, welcome to the podcast. Good job. Good job. Welcome, welcome to our show. Good job. Mark Cuban. Good job. Sprite. Good job. Uh, Kanye. Good job. Um, JKR. Good job, good job, Kraft. Um, Good job. Uh, no, bad job to Eminem and Snoop Dogg, and bad job to Mr. Jones. Sorry, but I oh
1: bad job to Daring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There are some good jobs and there's some bad jobs there's and there's some inside jobs.
0: Yeah, I mean, all of this is um
1: is what our podcast is about. Wow, and That's good job to everyone good job who to, is listening. Yeah, Thank if you, you
0: made it to the end of this podcast. Um,
1: salute to your real one. <laughs> put or, in uh, Counting Crows. There goes my hero. Oh wow. <laughs> no! Put in uh, that song. Put in Mary Jones. Put
0: in that song. Jo- put in that song, Mary Jones. Great.